0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards.
1: Everyone, and welcome to the program where we don't mind riding in the Wiener Mobile. That's right, the folks at Lyft are using the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile to surprise some of their customers in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, and Atlanta this past weekend. Word is riders saw the inside of the 27 foot long Wiener Mobile with music, neon lights, free shirts, hot dog masks, and of course, weenie whistles all the way to their destination we'll take a ride in the wienermobile we don't care today on the program a couple of development topics for you i want to share some of the things that i work with my clients on as far as executive coaching is concerned this is going to wrap up our deep dive programs for the month of august we have some great guests coming up to the show in september And we'll have more on that coming soon. Today, I'm going to focus on your gratitude list, what it is, how to use it, and dealing with excuses. All today on the Better Than Before program, sponsored by University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog.
0: Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com.
1: Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is Master Coach Tony Richards. And these days, it's certainly no secret, as it's been published fairly widely, that a best practice by many coaches and thought leaders is a gratitude list or gratitude journal. I certainly use it myself, and I coach my clients to use it as a daily ritual, as a powerful and effective weapon to be used against resistance of all kinds, frustration, stress, bad moods everything that can try to attack and immobilize you and trying to keep you from becoming your best self. And when stress hits, we tend to want to retreat into victim mode and feel sorry for ourselves. So what we use to counteract that is our gratitude list. Positive psychology research shows that gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. A simple ritual can help you feel not only more positive, but also it improves health, adversity, approaches, and builds stronger relationships. Usually all it takes to become grateful is becoming stopped. That's right. By simply pausing, stopping, getting quiet, and redirecting our thinking, speaking, and emotions toward a more positive direction, this tool, what I call the gratitude list, is often the catalyst we need to redirect ourselves because if we do it right, our gratitude list causes us to realize all the wonderful things in life that we possess and that we should be thankful for. Whatever you focus on becomes bigger to you. By flipping your focus away from the bad issues and reapplying your focus toward the positive issues on your gratitude list, your gratitude items begin to get bigger. More important items to you get to be more important, right? Whatever you give energy to gets bigger. Whatever you take energy away from gets smaller. Now, I'm not saying you need to begin to see the world with proverbial rose-colored glasses or silver linings, but this world is not perfect. Far from it, nor will it ever be in this life. And at this time, I promise you that your gratitude list will help you see the glass more half full than half empty. My list is electronic, and I store it in the cloud because I want to be able to get to it anytime I want to, at any moment, on any device. You may want to write out your list by hand if it makes it more meaningful for you. Mine was originally created by hand, and I've added to it over the years electronically. And today, my gratitude list has something like almost 300 things on it, and typically, I don't pull it out and start reviewing it, and I don't get past the fourth or fifth item without becoming very grateful, very humble, and pretty happy. I update the list every few days and record the date I last updated it in the heading. So let's take just a moment here and talk to you a little bit about my own personal gratitude list. I'm pretty thankful for God. I'm pretty thankful for my Savior and Lord Jesus Christ and the fact that I am a born again Christian and that I have salvation by grace through faith in Jesus. I'm very thankful and happy for my dog, Oreo, who brings me a lot of joy. My mom and my dad are on the list. My brother and his family is on the list. My inner circle of friends who give me unconditional love and acceptance and trust me in all things. My clients are on my list. They believe in me. They believe in the help that I give them, and they're grateful for me, and I'm grateful for them, so they're on my list. My health and my abilities that God continues to bless and empower me with every single day are on my list, so there's just a few items right there that could get you started. I don't want to put the names of people here that I don't have their permission to do that, but I've got a lot of names on my list. Because I want to see them in my mind when I review my list. When I see their name on my list, in my mind, I see their faces. And I think about how they've helped me and how many of them bring instant smile to my face and how I'm so thankful they're in my life and that I have encountered them along this journey we're on. And I'm so thankful we've spent time together at some point in my life. I've got former coaches, colleagues, bosses, teachers, speakers. Some I have close relationships with, and some I've never really met, but I have been influenced by them in some way. They've helped me in some way, and they've been critical to my success and my philosophy. There is one particular minister who changed my life completely, whom I've never really met personally, but whom I will be forever grateful. I think you get the idea here behind the gratitude list as a best practice. So, Now would be a great time to build this powerful tool for yourself. And who knows, might make your list simply by writing out just a few names on your list or just a few things that come to mind. That's really all there is to it. And if you can put it in so it can be a daily ritual for you in the journal that you use all the time or notebook or whatever you use to write things down that are important to you, make sure you do that and set a time aside so that you're not looking at your gratitude list just when bad things happen or just when stress shows up, but do it on a regular basis just to remind yourself of the things and the people in your life that are important because they should be on your gratitude list. Stand by, I've got another segment coming up. I'm gonna talk to you about dealing with excuses next on Better Than Before.
2: There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog.
0: Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com.
1: Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards, and I want to talk to you about our excuses. We all have stories we tell ourselves, and some of these stories were started a long time ago when we were just kids. Some of them came during our scholastic years, and some have developed during our career and our lifetime. These stories are how we make sense of the things that are happening around us and are happening to us. Some of these stories can function as cover-ups, and we use them to help us avoid pain or painful situations. Sometimes we use them to protect our ego and shield it from any criticism or scrutiny. The excuses you tell yourself and others, quite frankly, is your way out to feeling justified in your behaviors or in your results. Let's be honest with each other. We all have various points in our lives where we've made excuses, excuses for our behavior, excuses for the situations we're experiencing, excuses on why we can't or we won't do something. And we're uncomfortable saying no to an idea or even to an invitation. We can use the excuse of not wanting to hurt others when we know fully well what we will say or do is actually in their best interest. George Washington Carver once said 99% of the failures come from people who have the habit of making excuses. Is it possible? Could it be that you have been trying your best to convince yourself the mental story you've been telling yourself is actually true? Sure it is. That's why the emotional disruptions you feel regarding that subject are saying otherwise, this creates conflict within yourself. And this conflict gnaws at you, even though you try to avoid, ignore, or suppress it. It happens because of the disconnect between your heart and your head. I wrote about this in my book, The Big Idea, The 52 Ways to Become a Better Leader Now, in Big Idea number 12 that says, your heart and your head can have competing commitments. If you want to ascend to a higher level of responsibility and performance, you will need to put in the work of shattering those excuses you have been giving yourself or to those around you. You will need to make a quality decision that once and for all, changing whatever situation or activity you have been using excuses for is now important to you. If you want to resolve this painful conflict between your head and your heart, you'll need a great application of courage and honesty with yourself. Remember, courage can only be generated by your commitment. Excuses allow you to avoid committing, so it's impossible for you to generate any courage around that item. People who place a very high value on their word do not have any problem generating courage to keep their commitments, and that doesn't mean it's fun or easy, but once they're committed, they will take action. No matter how scary it is or how painful it is, they just act because of the commitment they made. Here's some action items. Number one, identify your most used excuses. What is your most used excuse? Write them down so you can see them in a tangible, real way in front of you. Number two, set a date to overcome the excuse. Make sure that you're firm in your commitment. And number three, start practicing overcoming your excuses. Practice the future behavior you want in a powerful way to habitualize your way into better performance. Know the decision points that occur when you have to decide to use the excuse or do the other thing you're avoiding. Well, that's our show today. Better Than Before is sponsored by University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards4. And special thanks as always to our wonderful producer, Tessa Hall. And until we meet again next week, I'm your host, Tony Richards, reminding you that everything gets better when you get better.
0: Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leader's podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards.